Welcome to Thoughts for Sale, the show where I leave words of wisdom, thoughts, advice, and opinions for my three little girls, Sal, Sophie, Ava, and Leah, and I am your host, Chris Wazalek. Thanks for listening. If you're a first-time listener, thanks for tuning in. And of course, if you're a returner, I really appreciate your loyalty. Also want to give a quick mention that we love, especially me, to see comments and interactions. Again, you can comment wherever you listen to the podcast, or you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at both places, at Thoughts for Sale. Had some really fun feedback on our last episode where Ava had the opportunity to interview her nursery school teacher. So what are we going to talk about today? Let's dive in, girls. Sale, there's a lot of different topics that I have planned for this podcast, as I've mentioned in the past. Today, it's going to be a solo conversation, probably not too long. I've got some very pointed things I want to say about the concept of living in the moment. We are definitely in an age where technology is part of everything we do. That's not going to change. We know that technology only continues to advance. I mean, let's be honest, five, six years ago when the smartwatch started to become a thing, I honestly thought it was absolutely crazy that you were going to look at your watch to see messages, to even potentially take a phone call on your watch. I thought it was nuts. Like, I have a phone already. Why would I use a watch? But guess what? It is extremely popular. So technology is going to continue to change. And by the way, I have a smartwatch. So I'm part of that cult following, if you will, where you look at your wrists constantly for updates throughout the day. I'm guilty. I'm addicted. It is easier than pulling out a phone. It also, in your mind, you think, oh, I'm being sneaky. No one's seeing me. The problem is I definitely hold my arm out like I'm in some type of Star Trek episode instead of just sneakily holding it close to me and flipping it to see. Anyway, I digress. Not the point of the conversation. The point is living in the moment. Like I said, technologies all around us continuously advancing continuously changing that's that's not going to go away we are always going to have and continue to see advancements at having these technologies at our fingertips so what i've taken in over probably the last 10 to 15 years of my life and really being having and really having this enhanced experience around me of my gadgets advancing in my own personal uh, access to all this technology growing as I've gotten into adulthood, I've really taken this sense of watching how it impacts our daily interactions with each other and how I'm concerned at, at certain points and even with myself that maybe we're not living in the moment anymore. So let me let me dive a little bit deeper here. We have all of this access to these gadgets like I was saying. So whether it's your cell phone, whether it's your laptop, whether it's a tablet, whether it's a notebook, whether it's the smartwatch, all these these smart items, they're always buzzing, they're always around us, they're in our pockets or they're physically on us, attached to us. They're in front of our eyeballs all the time, easily distracting us from anything else potentially going on around us. Whether you're at dinner, whether you're in a class, whether you're having an actual conversation. I mean, I've seen it. I'm brave enough. I've, I've made the mistake. Oh, I'm buzzing. It may be important and I will be rude. It's rude to reach into my pocket and grab that phone. So it's there. It's a, it's a constant distraction. I think it impacts us sometimes 
in being present because that's what really it means to me by living in the moment. So these devices are a constant distraction on their own. I actually have a really fun story to share. And Sophie, Ava, and Leah, you haven't actually heard this story, Sal. So I think this will be interesting for you to hear as you get older. This summer, I and this, this goes to show how we can't let our devices go. This summer, I was uh, fortunate to be selected to be a best man in my cousin Justin's wedding. And one of the uh, things that we did as, as the wedding day unfolded, they were doing, which is becoming more and more common, we went to go do pictures off-site prior to the actual ceremony. So there was like this whole first look part of the process because, of course, the tradition of not seeing the bride until you're walking down the aisle. So this is kind of doing that in a different way. It's in a non-traditional way maybe, but becoming more regular to get the pictures done again before the ceremony because it was a later in the day reception and later in the day ceremony for sure. So we do this first look. So my, my cousin, uh, the groom is uh, getting off the bus, the bride bridesmaid and the bride are showing up. So they, they ask one of us groomsmen and I volunteered, of course, uh, jumped right up to walk on a different part of the, the park, the, the, the area we were in around the side of a building so that we couldn't see the bride coming off. So anyway, so we're standing there and we're just chit-chatting. And you know what? It's just one-on-one, him and I, no other distractions. I'm, I'm literally supposed to be keeping him focused on me. Don't turn around and see the bride too soon type of thing. I was asking him how he's feeling about the day. You know, is he nervous? We're talking about other things, maybe sports for a moment, uh, about jobs, things like that. But, I mean, fa- fairly fairly lighthearted enough conversation, but also some some you know, serious points too, like, you know, how's work, how's this, how's that? And I kid you not, almost like second nature, this guy reaches into his pocket and is holding his phone. It's almost like a pacifier at this point for us adults, right? And he's got it in his hand and he's in, he's engaged. He's engaged in the conversation. I'm not totally having a conversation by myself, thankfully, but it was close. He's got his phone open. And he's scrolling. And I I don't always get, I mean, I think we're all accustomed to it. People do it to us all the time. So, I mean, I don't always get annoyed to the point where I'll say something. But this this is my cousin. We're basically brothers. And I had to say it. I just looked at him. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you can't <laughs> you can't give me five seconds? Like, I, I said to him, what, do you, what are you doing on your phone right now that's so important? I think that's literally what I may have said verbatim. Uh, Sophie Avalia, I think I said, what is so important? And he, he looked at me and he's just scrolling Twitter or, or scrolling Facebook. I'm not sure which which platform it was. And he's just like, oh, nothing. I'm just just looking. Like, again, like it's a pacifier. We can't, we can't put these things down. So I would have loved to have him live in that moment with me and be present. But the pacifier of the cell phone <laughs> was at his reach and you know he's not gonna. De- he's definitely not gonna be able to look at that for a while, knowing that he's got to smile for pictures soon. That would not make a great wedding photo if you're staring at your phone when you're supposed to be engaged in the photo. So, you know, I can admit that that was not a problem a few moments later. So, you know, maybe it was subconsciously thinking I got to get these last few scrolls and likes and looks and reads in 
you know, before I'm really going to be disconnected here for a while. So, but we all do it. I mean, we do it when we're watching TV. We do it when we're at dinner. We do it when we're having a engaged conversation, maybe one-on-one with our best man or not having an engaged conversation for that matter. And they're always going to be there. I don't have great advice on this girls, but you got to find a way if you can to just let them go at times, just let them go. You know, mama and I have started trying to even make sure for you guys, because clearly you're at an age at six, four and two, you don't have cell phones yet way too young. That'll come later in life. But we are trying to make the rule even for ourselves at the dinner table at night because we want to engage you guys, love you guys, want to talk to you about your day at school. We want to talk to you about things that are going on. If, you know, there's not anything too wild that you're doing during dinner uh, to distract us from having a decent conversation. But we want to try to have our phones down. So we're trying to keep our phones away from the dinner table because, again, it's like that second nature. You hear a buzz, you want to grab it. So maybe that's the one thing I would say. If you're really trying to be present, it's okay to leave your phone off to the side. Now, don't leave it somewhere where it's going to get stolen. I've heard stories about that recently. Keep an eye on your phone, of course, but try to try to disengage, especially at home, around the dinner table. I think that's the one thing that we can all do a better job of is giving each other our true undivided attention and not be dragged away by the cell phone. So living in the moment. Another thing that I've been taking in that I do, girls, your mama does, and I know everybody else around us is doing this too because you can see the number of subscribes, likes, and shares on the internet, right? We are all addicted to content. We are on content overload, right? Hard to be present in other things that are going on when not only do we have the access to all these devices, like I was first saying in the beginning of the episode, but there is so much content for us to digest, whether it's on YouTube or it's a Facebook reel or it's a uh, Twitter uh, uh, or it's a tweet or it's on TikTok. All of these outlets just constantly flowing in to uh, our social media channels and filling us, filling our time and taking away our, our, our ability to be present. And, you know, it's wild to me the amount of content that's out there that we're all addicted to. You know, I'll be the first to admit, I'll scroll something and see a video probably about sports and I got to watch it. I will actually admit, I haven't been a big reels person till recently. I watched, I watched one reel, and now, of course, all these algorithms are out there. It's tracking what we're doing, right? Everybody knows this, and then it's feeding it back up to us similar things, similar type of topics and you know suggestions that are related to other searches we've done. And so I looked at one reel recently on like a DIY construction project. I thought it was something kind of cool. DIYing is another topic for a different day, uh, but I'm definitely into DIYing when it comes to home improvement stuff. I sit there and I watch one video and now it's constantly popping up more. And I'm like, oh, what did this guy do with framing his house? Oh, what's that electrician doing? That's kind of interesting to me. I'm not probably ever going to do that ever. I'm not going to do plumbing. But, oh, this look. And, you know, it's a 30-second clip. It's a 20-second clip. So it doesn't seem like it's long. But then they start to add up. Boom, 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 boom. As you watch another one and another one and another one. And, of course, they automatically start the next clip, right? So 
hard to have presence in doing other things and not just get wrapped up in those type of videos, whether they're small content, long content. One really funny thing to me that I want to share with you girls that you do right now when it comes to the content that we will allow you to access. So again, you don't have your own phones yet. Uh, like I mentioned before, you're not really on our laptops. You do have your tablets, but they are, they are. I mentioned that in a very early episode about taking them on, on a road trip. You do have your tablets. They're, they're kids' versions, so they have limited access for sure. But YouTube is on there with specific kid videos. So on YouTube, you guys love to watch videos on toys. Now, when I was a kid, this wasn't available, right? When mama was a kid, this wasn't available. Our generation didn't have the availability to punch up YouTube and see all the latest toys out there. It was either you catch it on a commercial, you actually physically saw it in a store, you know, in person. Um, you didn't have YouTube at your fingertips to dial it, dial it up basically on demand and find literally, it feels like hundreds of videos of kids just opening up toys. What are we watching? The kids are opening up toys. They're playing with them for a 15-minute video of the process of opening it, telling you all the pieces that are involved inside, all the accessories this toy has in this little box or cube, because everything has like a cube now, right? Or an egg shape. you got to crack open. And it has all these accessories. And they go through all of it. They lay it all out there. The extra slime that seems to come with it, whatever it has. That doesn't seem to fit the toy, but why does everything have slime? I don't know. It just seems that everything has slime nowadays. One more mess for us parents that have to pick up. Not Play-Doh anymore. Slime. Slime is worse. I, I We can deal with Play-Doh. Slime is definitely worse. So they sit there and they'll, they'll just watch. And they're, they're mesmerized by watching other kids open and then play with a toy. And it's like, you're not... You're not playing with that. How is this? I mean, I would get like the 30 second commercial clip like we would watch in a kid when we were kids. Like I said, it would get you excited and want to buy the toy. I get going to see it in person. You're like, oh, this is a cool toy. But I don't get why our our new thing with our kids and it's dangerous. Like I see one. Okay. One video, guys. You can see the new rainbow corn, you know, that that person's opening. Check it out. That's it. We're not we're not doing this, you know binge watching right we all do binge watching we're not doing the binge watching of youtube with opening toys but that just cracks me up on the kids level of constantly digesting other wanting to digest videos of people just opening toys other kids opening toys it's wild to me the other thing that is out there that blows my mind is the amount of content that's available and all these youtube stars that are out there. I mean, there's TikTok stars, there's all these influencers, right? But all of these specifically YouTube stars or uh, that are making content about self-improvement. Self-improvement is really not necessarily needed in a book anymore. You can just, you can just pull it open. Do you need tips organizing? You don't need to buy a planner. You know, my, my wife does this all the time. She has tons of, and I'm not saying it's bad advice. I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm just observing the fact that it's very different than it used to be not that long ago. You know, you can dial, you can dial up these folks, you follow and you subscribe to them, kind of like the podcast, you follow and subscribe to them on YouTube, and you will get their quote-unquote expert advice. By the way, who deem them an expert? I don't know. But by the way, just so you know, I am now deeming myself an expert on 
uh, ch- children's podcasts, parenting podcasts, uh, and podcasts for you sale. I'm now an expert. You want to know why? Because I said so. And that's what these folks do. They, they're self-proclaimed experts on organizing is the ones I've seen f- that she might partake in. Like I said, it's not bad advice, but I don't know who made them the expert. Or um, advice on the decluttering. That's a big thing right now. That's a big trend. Uh, and there's how to... Uh, grocery shop like grocery shop like like it's a skill and advice that is really important is how you can like shop on a good budget so it's 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 important things but it's very interesting to just see what we are addicted to digesting and binge watching and it is informative like i said but it's just really interesting to me and again it's all good but I have a tendency to do it. And like I said, I'm definitely doing it with sports clips and I can watch one after another. Or maybe now I'm getting stuck into the, some of these uh, home improvement videos. Mama Girls is watching a lot of these, you know, home edits, organize, uh, advice on family budget shopping and things like that. So all good things. But that's just like that's that's her her realm uh, of interest right now. And then you guys are like always about the toys. And honestly, it's it's all good. But I it. We sometimes do it when we're all in the same room. We're not even being present with each other. And that's the thing I want to try to get away from because we're not we're not living in that moment. So the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to living in the moment, and to me, this is really, truly where this whole idea of this topic started. So I think it's a good place to end for me and, and kind of my thoughts so again, we've had smartphones, smart gadgets, and we continue to grow what's available to us all the time. Everything seems to have a camera option too nowadays. I mean, whether it's your tablet has a camera, your phone has a camera, everything's got a digital camera built right into it. The days of needing, uh, obviously, the Polaroid camera are, are out or needing uh, an actual film camera. We got everything digitized and it's right there at our fingertips and it's super accessible on the phone. We can capture everything we're doing. So one of the things that has bothered me for a long time, girls, about what I see us do at times or I witness other people do, and I don't even know, maybe maybe mom and I are not that bad at this because there's the good and the bad to this too. So everybody has their phone out and it seems at times, and they're just taking pictures of everything. It is such a a feeling of needing to documents it all because it's so easily accessible to do that on your phone and then post it on social media so everybody sees it and we do it too like i mean first day of school of course that's a memory we want we're going to just take our cell phones out we're probably going to share it on social media so our family and friends can see it sure 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 but like the random tuesday when you went to the store and you took 15 pictures of your kid like, was that necessary to have to post and share with everybody? I mean, do you do you ever just go anywhere or do anything and not take a picture? And I'm not saying there's anything necessarily 100% wrong with that. I'm just, it's the observation. Like, I think that sometimes there's some of us, and girls, this truly does end on a piece of advice. I don't want you to lose the enjoyment of what is actually happening in the moment of what you're experiencing because you were so determined to make sure you captured it 
with a photo or a recording. And really popular nowadays is not just the photo, but getting it on video so you can share that later. If you go to a concert, if you go to a sporting event, you go to any one of these live type of events, people have their phones out trying to record the best moments. And I've done that too, even at like a Bills game, let's say. And if I've done it, it's probably not to try to capture a play because I don't want to mess around with that in that moment. I want to actually witness the play in person. I don't want to watch it on the screen on my phone to make sure I'm recording it right to share later or watch later. I want to witness it when it's happening. But I've I've done it for maybe like an entrance, the team's being announced. And I know from the times I've tried doing that, like on a special occasion, I might even do it the, the, one of the um, primetime games that they're hosting this year because it's going to be like a big to-do, a night game. You know, the intro, I, I might try to record that. But I'll tell you, I know from my personal history of it, the moments where I just took it in versus making sure I captured it on my phone were so much more rewarding instead of me trying to basically, like I said, it feels like I'm looking at what's happening. If you're trying to do a good video, you've got to look at the screen. You can't just hold it up and hope for the best. I mean, you can, but chances are it's not going to be as on the right object the whole time. You know, you're looking at your screen. So you're basically watching something live but you're watching it on your screen. Think about that next time you decide you got to pull your phone out, you know? And like I said, hopefully if you're having some really good family time, it makes a lot of sense to get a lot of pictures on vacation. It makes a lot of sense to get a lot of pictures when you're doing exciting adventures. Like, hey, if we're going to the museum of play with the kids or we're even going to the park. So I'm guilty too, but I try to limit it. I am conscientious of we can get a quick photo here and there, And I think, girls, you will appreciate this as we get older, as you get older. I think mom and I do a pretty good job. And if anything, we probably fall to the other side of maybe we wish we would have taken a few more pictures. So that's where I am envious of the folks that really are always got the camera out, their phone out, and are snapping, snapping, snapping. Because there's definitely times we wish, oh, man, we should have gotten at least one picture in that scenario. But I can say we're typically so into the moment, at least when we're trying to do some experience with you guys, that that's where we might forget. And I'm okay with that. Because if I was going to falter one way or the other, I would definitely rather lean into being in that moment, being present with you guys and enjoying it versus being so determined to make sure I captured it the right way for a couple of pictures. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of the Thoughts for Sale podcast. And Sophie, Ava, Leah, Sal, remember, your mom and I are always proud of you. We always are here for you. And we always love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review and comments. And please also follow, share, and subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. You can also connect with us now on Facebook as well as Twitter. Both places, just search for at Thoughts for Sale. All right, take it away, Sal. Thank you for listening to the Thoughts for Sale podcast with my daddy, Chris. Bye-bye.